0: 2020 has been marked for us prophetically by the Lord as the year of God's victory. In fact, the year of praying through to God's victory. Last year, at the end of the year, the Lord gave us a couple of pictures, one of Moses on the mountain with Aaron and her beside him, interceding while Joshua and the army was waging war with Amalek in the valley below. And... Today, I was thinking about the temptation of Jesus as we're approaching Pentecost at the end of this month, of which Jesus said, wait until you receive power from on high. And that coming of the Holy Spirit changed a group of fishermen and tax collector and regular persons that We're friends and really faithful followers of Jesus, but we're also very subject to the fears and various obstacles that this world throws in the lives of persons and particularly confronts believers as the clash of the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light intersect and we believers find ourselves in that very epicenter. So... In Luke chapter 3, Dr. Luke, physician Luke, goes to, first of all, great lengths to show Jesus' lineage, supposing him to be the son of Joseph, um, the lineage in the house of David, and beyond that, going all the way back to Adam. Now, why was that there? Because all of the messianic prophecies said that the Messiah that God would bring would be of the house of David. And moreover, in a wider way, ultimately, the plan of God was to go back to the very beginning, a great reset, if you will, and produce a son of God who would do different than the first one Adam had done that this one would be faithful, would not disbelieve or tempt or test or depart in any way from his father God, the creator God of glory, but would instead become the governor of the nations, become God's emissary to begin the recovery of creation and of the human race. So in Luke chapter 4 This is following Jesus' baptism, and I want to pause on that moment uh, right here because if you visit Israel today and go to what is believed to be Jesus' baptism site at the Jordan River, you will find yourself in the place that is also believed to be historically where Joshua crossed over leading the armies of Israel into the promised land and began the conquest of Canaan. And we see there a great prophetic foreshadowing now fulfilled in Jesus as God's Joshua coming up out of the Jordan and being led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tested. But it's the beginning of the reconquest, if you will, of all of the kingdoms of the world, foreshadowed by that march of Joshua's. When we were there recently, I believe it's about nine miles or so, and I tried to put myself back in the day when Joshua would have come with the uh, people of Israel who had been slaves forever. Now they had seen the wonders of God, they had, the, the new generation had survived the dying off of the unbelief in the wilderness in that 40 years of wandering. And now here they were about to begin the actual conquest that was supposed to have been begun 40 years before. But you remember that there were a majority of those who were captured by the impossibilities, by the difficulties, and ultimately by the spirit of unbelief when God had anointed and appointed and ordained them to actually conquer that land and began the building up of his society in blessing. So Jesus comes up out of the Jordan um, and there across from the city of Jericho it says in Luke 4, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. So these 40 days are uh, representative of a redemption, recovery, so to speak, of those 40 years of testing God um, that Israel wandered in the wilderness with Joshua and Caleb continuing to be strong in faith of a different spirit they were. And this is our prayer for you today, that as we approach Pentecost, that God would inbreathe in you once again the refilling of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord. We know that Jesus goes into the wilderness and is tested by the devil, and then in Luke 4, 18, he makes this pronouncement. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are bound proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. So we bless you today and pray that you also will take up this reality, that the Spirit of God rests on you, that he has anointed you to send you to be a proclaimer of his good news, to literally open blind eyes, to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and bound by any measure and to proclaim that this hour, this time, is indeed the acceptable and blessed year of God, and he is at hand. So God bless you today. Receive a fresh infilling and commissioning from the Spirit of the Lord.